get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Time now for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Slyman Brothers, your local appliance expert. Online at slimanbros.com. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. We'll get to the BK and Ferrario Rewind coming up here in about 10 minutes. But right now, we are very happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by the voice of the Blues. He's Chris Kerber joining us here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, what did you think of that goal last night that we saw from Vladimir Tarasenko where you got the double spinorama and uh, a, a really nice uh, pass from Buchnevich as well? Well, I, I love the fact how that whole play started back in the defensive end right Absolutely. at the blue line. And then that's that. That's kind of the key. So, for me, for me, that tells me where this team's game is really starting to trend. When you see the plays made at the blue line that feed it up the ice, but then, I mean, a great feed from Butchnevich, a spectacular touch from Robert Thomas, and then Tarasenko had it right where he is. You talk about a guy that just knows where he is on the ice and knows where to put it. That goaltender didn't know that that shot was coming from there. I think the goaltender thought that Robert Thomas was going to bring it in and shoot it. And instead, he just tipped it over to Tarasenko. What, what a great play. And man, oh man, do those three have some chemistry. They really do, Curbs. And, I, I mean, I was looking at it last night at even strength. Those guys have scored more points since they were put together on March 24th than Matthews, Marner, and Michael Bunting. But you mentioned the play starting in the defensive zone. How impactful is it to get Tory Krug back on the ice? Because, for me, that just means you got more puck movers as Craig Bruby talked with you on, on pregame for the coaches show last night. And you're starting to see the effectiveness in terms of how quick they can move that puck out of their own zone and into the offensive zone. Yeah, that, that's one aspect of it, Alex. And, and that's a very important aspect of it. We saw Nick Letty be very successful. I mean, he had points, what, in six of his first 10 games with the, with the team. But, but Tory Krug's decision-making is even quicker. And so, believe it or not, just that extra second to get that puck over there could be the difference in a goaltender getting a toe on it or the puck going in. So I think the speed of which Krug and the decisiveness of which he moves the puck, you saw that on the power play without a doubt in the last game. But I, listen, Tory Krug brings more than that. You talk to guys in this room. He brings great leadership. He brings energy. Um, he's so doggone respected in that room. And, and honestly, I think he's one of the most physical defensemen we've had. I don't think you can look at his size. I mean, he'll go, he'll go scrap. He'll go get in the middle of it. He gets fired up. He's fiery. Uh, he brings all that to the table. And it, it was really great to see him have a terrific night. And I mean, look, when you can go from getting cheered on your birthday and a standing ovation, being thanked for what you did, to within a period and a half later getting booed for scoring a goal, you've done something well in Boston. 
Chris Kerbers, our guest here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, I said earlier today, I, I think if you're looking for an X factor for this team as they get into the playoffs, sticking on the defensive side of things, I think it very well might be Marco Scandella. And I know that he has come under plenty of heavy criticism this year, uh, some of which, honestly, a lot of which at times was deserved. But what he's been for the Blues over their last nine games where they're going through this point streak is nothing short of remarkable. He's averaged more than 20 minutes per game on the ice. He's he's a plus six when he's been out there. He's been pretty physical. He's blocking shots every game except for one in this stretch. He's had at least one blocked shot in the game. Do you think he's got the chance to be an X factor for them in the playoffs? And if not, who would you go with? Well, no, I'm not going with anybody else. I'm going with him because your options are a lot less experienced. So, but but your observations are right. Now, don't forget that even prior to when he got hurt and, and missed some of that time, when he left the lineup, he was averaging more shorthanded ice time per game than anybody on this team. And that was with a penalty kill that was ranked in the top five. So you see his value and... The, the one thing, listen, this is the one thing that makes hockey a bit of a difficult sport to break down. It, it's sort of like the, the goal we were just talking about, how you really have to go back to, to the play made at the blue line that started that goal, right? Because without that, that goal has no chance. The, the same thing when it comes to breaking down defensemen in, in the game of hockey because there's so much revolving around the team play. What you're seeing happening now is the forwards are conscientiously getting back. They're reloading high. They're putting the backside pressure on. And then that allows somebody like Marco Scandella to use his size, to use his stick, to use his skating, step up at the blue line and not have to back off. And, and I don't care. I don't care how good of a defense. You could be Al McInnes. You could be Chris Pronger. When you have to back off at the blue line, you're giving the advantage to the other team. The fact that the forwards are back checking the way they are is allowing Marco and Pareko and, and that pairing and others to really play the style of play that they need to play at the blue line. And you're seeing the benefit of it. I think those two guys, honestly, they're playing back at that level that we saw when Marco first got acquired by the Blues that made him and Colton Pareko look so doggone good that earned uh, Marco that that new contract. And and those guys have been fantastic for a few weeks now. How does Jordan Kyrou play into all this? Man, that's a great question, uh, Brandon. So, you know, so Jordan comes back off of whatever it was, sickness, the injury, whatever was keeping him kind of in and out of the lineup. And, and there's no real update from the team on whether or not he's still nursing something or not. But I, I would encourage fans to just kind of keep that in the back of your head when trying to a- analyze what's going on with him. But what's definitely happening here is teams are keying in on him. You know, he, he came onto the scene. He led the team in scoring. He was the biggest offensive threat. He makes the all-star game. He, he outskates McDavid for the fastest skater. All of a sudden, everybody is aware of his speed and everything, and they're changing their game on how to defend him. And they know that when he's on the ice, they're keying in on him and say, we're going to let somebody else beat us, but not him. Well, this is the learning curve that a young player goes through in the National Hockey League. You're 23 years of age. You're getting keyed in on. Now you've got to learn how to battle through that. Now it's playoff time. It's at the end of your first full 82-game season. It's playoff time. Things are getting tighter. Look, we saw a couple of one nothing games last night, right? And you don't see those all that often. And we saw two of them. So to me, the reality of it is, is it's, he's going to have to use his speed. We talked to Craig Berube about it. Use the speed, get to the outside, still be willing to get in the tough areas. you got to get a little more courage, be willing to take a beating, and actually use the skills that you have to make the play. And teams are going to be keying in on him. They're going to try and get him to doubt himself. They're going to want to say, hey, we got to eliminate this guy from a series. we got to eliminate this guy from a game. we got to make him want to stay on the outside and not challenge us on the inside. When he gets back to challenging guys on the inside and using that skill he's got, he's going to become a force again. And I think that's part of the learning curve of how to grow and how to succeed consistently in the National Hockey League. It's what, Tom, it's what Robert Thomas is doing right now, guys. 
that Jordan Cairo has to get to. But don't forget that Robert Thomas had an extra year and a half of seasoning on Cairo when it comes to this, even though Robert's a little bit younger. So you can almost look at Robert Thomas as some of the same, I guess, development that you still have to see uh, Jordan Cairo go through. Curbs, one thing about this Blues team that is just fascinating, and you sent this nugget over to us, but the Blues, fourth best in the National Hockey League in terms of goals for, but we just saw a game against the Boston Bruins where they were outshot 41-30, to and I believe it is the Blues are 30th ranked in attempted shot totals right now. I mean, Joe Vitale uses the word opportunistic all the time on pre- and post-games on the broadcast. Are we seeing that from this Blues team? This You are, and this is... Uh... It's an interesting turn for the Blues. You remember Ken Hitchcock's philosophy with his team was funnel the puck to the net. You got it to the top of the circle. He wanted the shot going on goal at the goaltender's pads, and then you go back in there and retrieve it. Craig Berube doesn't play that way. He doesn't want it that way. And, then, and, and now it's even more so now than even it was a couple of years ago because of the skill of these top three lines. So what you're actually seeing, and, and Darren Pang was the one that, that passed this nugget along, while the Blues are ranked 30th in total shot attempts in, in, in the league, they're actually top. They're number one when it comes to shot attempts from the slot. So what they're doing is they're getting the puck in the zone, they're working it, and then they're finding a guy to get open in the high danger area right in the slot. And the slot, for the fans that don't know, kind of between the hash marks, you know, to, to the, uh, of the circles, uh, to the faceoff dots, right, right in that area in front of the net. And, and by the way, they're not just number one, so almost 45% of their shots have come from that area, or, and, and that's almost 5% more than all but one other team in the league. So what they're doing is they're, they're not just pumping a whole bunch of shots at the net. They're waiting for the real opportunities because they've got the skill to pick some corners and make it happen. So it's an interesting stat the way it breaks out, but it's fascinating that, I mean, this team can outscore some teams. It, look, they've had nine straight games of four or more goals, and, and they're on fire right now. So I don't know in the end. You might give up two or three goals come a playoff game, but this might just have to be one of those years where you're winning games 4-3, 5-3, uh, rather than 2-1 and 3-2. And, and yeah, Curbs, this is something that where like you get to the advanced numbers and the numbers nerds, they'll tell you some of what we're watching right now from the Blues has been unsustainable. They're number one in the league when it comes to their shooting percentage. But uh, when you mention that they're the reason why they potentially are number one in the in the league in shooting percentage right now is because they're getting more high quality chances closer to the net. Uh, it, it makes a lot of sense, and I'm I'm curious to see what that looks like in the playoffs, especially if they end up going up against Minnesota. Minnesota second in the league in terms of their shooting percentage, so it's two teams that stylistically at least uh are pretty similar curbs we appreciate the time as always man enjoy yourself out on the east coast and we'll talk with you again next week get some buffalo wings curbs <laughs> we've had that i just found a nice little brew pub that's calling my name once i get out of this construction zone it's kind of raining so i ducked i ducked underneath the overhang here at the buffalo news maybe maybe i'll look for some uh, some news sources and some scoops coming too Hey, let us know if you find anything, yeah. Curbs. Scoops, Go ahead and give please. us a text. We're always here for <laughs> it. it. Yeah. We need scoops. It's Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN. Appreciate him joining us as always.